Me and Shannon. Yeah. Shannon. Laura. Oh my god, hi. It's two of us again. (laughs) It's bittersweet. So this time it's just me and Shannon. Danielle is traveling, being a corporate baddie. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, here we are. We miss her. We love her. We need her. But it's just us. That's okay, though. We're going to rock it. It sounds... (laughs) <laughs> it sounds so great when we say it that way. <laughs> I know. It's a great stuttery name, mine is. I know. We've had a very eventful past week and a half here in the uh, Joseph Quinn fandom. Yes. It's like, it's crazy. We record our episode about the awakening and then yeah. it's literally the next day. And we're like, what? How does this always happen? Honestly, I, I could do with it happening like the day before we record for once not necessarily like the day after like I feel like every single time something happens that's still related we end up talking about it like a week and a half later because it happens after we record and so anyways Joe if you can just start releasing um your really exciting things the day before we record that would be great just have your people (laughs) ask us when are you recording and then we'll just line it up Absolutely. Have your people reach out to our people or we can have our people reach out to your people, which our people is just me. (laughs) Yes. Laura's the people. And we stand here and go. (laughs) Sorry, I was doing my finger guns to those that are listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it was it's so funny to me because fashion week to me is like the Olympics, right? Like the fashion, it it is essentially the fashion Olympics. Like you have like one consecutive month where everything just goes, right? You start Mm -hmm. in uh, New York, then you go to London, then Milan, and then you wrap up in Paris. And it's such a big deal. Paris fashion week is, is it right. It's the grand finale. And last year it took us all by surprise whenever Joe showed up, right? Cut to this year, we're like, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see it coming. Did you see it coming that he was going to go back? Well, or did it kind of catch you by surprise? I didn't even know it was happening. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to fashion stuff very much. So I just yeah. didn't even realize it was happening. And then yeah. people were like, oh my God, I remember last year with the fashion week. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. It's like my favorite. Yeah. And then when we saw him this year, I was like, oh. Oh, I have so many things to say about the I, I like what do you what do we say, Shannon? I mean, like the con- the amount of confidence this man was like like exuding right out of the gate, it was insane. He had the it- two C's: confidence and confusion. <laughs> Why is he always like? He always just is like like it was just both. He always like, just is like where he just like holds his. What camera do I? What camera am I gonna look at? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the um, the confused British man vibe goes well for him because those are probably my favorite photos 
uh, yes. <laughs> is him with like his little like like Vecna like hand po- pointing yeah. finger thing, <laughs> or the the uh, the the Jack Sparrow just oh yeah the Jack Sparrow yes. oh yeah oh. I definitely thought he looked great. And I think that the thing that stood out to me the most this time around was that, was that his attire, like the suit he wore this year, felt a lot more like Joe than, yes. than last year's. Don't get me wrong. Last year's outfit was immaculate. Like, like that tailored black on black suit is so timeless so classic fitted pants just the uh, fitted p- <laughs> but dude likes his baggy bell bottoms i'm just gonna be you real know <laughs> you know he is a 29 year old boomer and we have to be here for it that's it i'm gonna have to one day if he ever does a con again i'm gonna have to just buy him some jankos and just be done with it yeah <laughs> are you with 34 by 34 joe here you go <laughs> Be like, just walk up and be like, I know you like baggy jeans. Yeah. I just figured a little bit of culture, (laughs) a little bit of vintage Jenko action. He's worn them before in photo shoots. Yeah. Huge pants. Or Jenko-like pants. Yeah. What I will say, and probably my favorite part about it, is that sometimes the baggy clothes do swallow him up, but they didn't this time at all because our boy's been working out and i'm thinking buddy drop drop the workout routine tell us what you're are you i think is he working out with paul mezcal i'm just saying it'd be really funny if he was working out with pedro pascal because what they're doing is they're going to go work out and then they're gonna go have some drinks right (laughs) absolutely oh my god my thing is like i can already tell that those two are going to have the time of their life at press drunkets i am let me tell you something i am counting down the days the years months days weeks hours minutes seconds until it happens because if we thought jamie and joe had chemistry i can only imagine the way pedro and joe are not uh-huh. saying it's beatable i'm just saying that chemistry is just going to be like on a similar level but it'll be different because they're both yeah because yeah. pedro's way more chaotic than jamie pedro is way more chaotic than jamie and joe feeds off of other people's energy really well um and i think that we are going to get nothing but just the most immaculate content out of the two of them. And the other thing about it is, is that the two of them kind of blew up around the same time. You know, they, they both have had their like, listen, and this is not me taking away from uh, Pedro, but you know, there has been a Pedro Pascal takeover in the world, in the world of social media over the past year. Right. And the same goes for, for Joe. I just, I can't wait to see more of him and yeah oh and then i mean we have like andrew garfield did we see him in his pink trench coat oh yeah and hit and flo was matching with her little like i don't know if you saw it from the back but she had the tiniest little ponytail in the back of her hair it was so cute (laughs) she's perfection she's gorgeous and did you see zendaya went to the louis vuitton show i think it was today and she looked absolutely zendaya always looks amazing though like yeah she is not of this world. Did you see um, Joe in his streetwear recently with his glasses? Did I see him with his glasses? The black glasses? The black 
rimmed glasses. Yes, which are completely different from the glasses that we've seen him wear in the past that are yeah. like the clear ones. Uh-huh. Which actually I wore. I wore my clear ones today. I wonder if he has those uh, TikTok viral ones where you just click on the color. <laughs> <laughs> or you just just like snap on the frame and that's your outfit for the day. Yeah. Good God. Oh that would God. be that would be too many choices for him. I feel like he would be like, nah, nah, I need I need class. I feel like Joe has very classic pieces in his wardrobe and in his eyewear, you know, yeah. the kind that like he's like, I, I only have things that I can wear for the next 50 years and that's it. Yeah. You know, or he just needs to order his contacts sooner before you run out, Joe. That's that's honestly true. <laughs> that's that's what happened last time, right? Yeah. That's what he said during the interview where somebody was like, are those readers? <laughs> I love that somebody just asked him, are those readers? Yeah, and he was also tan, which I had never seen him with a tan. I couldn't tell if it was real or if they sprayed him, but I don't care. He looked great. Oh, no, it's sprayed. It is. That boy was manicured head to toe. That's true because he would he would be pink on that runway if he um... – He was tan. He was so super tanned last year too for the Dior fashion show. It's so crazy because when I look at that and I thought that looked really good, not saying he yeah. didn't look good, but it's like he has yeah. elevated so much. Not yeah. e- and beyond his confidence, just when he walked out, I'm like, that is a celebrity. That is a star. Yes. He looked comfortable. Now, some people, yes. I've heard it, I've heard some people say that he looked uncomfortable, that he looked like he didn't want to be there. And, and you know, maybe it's because he has, like, all his, his own anxiety. And we, we don't want to speculate on whether or not he has anxiety or not. Right. What I can tell you is that he made that carpet his bitch. Um, whether he meant to or not, <laughs> but I mean, he, yeah, 10 out of 10. I'm, 10. I'm sure and also, I love that he got to sit with, um, Maya Hawk. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, they're all little Dior Greek peeps. So they were all yeah. there. He got to talk to Anya for a little bit. Yes. Oh, I saw that. The world, mm-hmm. went, ugh, I lost it. I literally had a Amelia Dim's Andrew Garfield moment when I saw the two of them together. I was like, I see it. Make it happen right now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Joe, we're so proud of you. (laughs) Me too. I know. I I just, I don't think he was freaking out because of the experience. I think he just, he wants Uh everything to go well. He's like, I I took all this time to look great. I have my spray tan. I have my, (laughs) my La Mer lotion, whatever the hell they put on him. You know, his suit, pressed, no wrinkles at all. Your abuelita would be so happy. He gets oh, out there. She is. And all the lights are probably like, he's like, oh my God, even though he's done this before, he probably just wants everything to go really well. So his brain is just spinning. Mm-hmm. And so you see it, but it probably doesn't mean that he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. He's he's done this so much over the course of the last year. I mean, yeah. he knows what to expect when he shows up to these things. You yeah. Know? He's got a whole team to kind of walk him through it. Right. And that's the thing is like, I feel like out of all of the shows that he's been doing and all of all the events that he has done, a Dior fashion show in Paris Fashion Week has to be the most contained away from fans. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you're you only able to enter these things if you're invited. Yeah, I, I would think that he's maybe doing okay <laughs> i can't also i can't wait to see horde congratulations to the writers for getting everything that they want yay Woo! 
that they got everything that they wanted and uh now it's the actor's turn and let me, let me tell you i cannot wait for this actor strike to end me too because i have a certain pirate tv show that i'm dying to talk about maybe yes. we can if it ends this week maybe maybe we can do one next week So this is a really special week because, because. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm going to do. Do you like a Swedish rapper? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> do you like a Swedish meatballs? I do. Just kidding. <laughs> I am on a Scandinavian man kick Ooh. as of late. Can I tell you that Vikings are my... <laughs> I can't even take my, myself seriously. Um, I am on a I I've I am on my blonde man era right now, truly. And uh, um, maybe you should watch Vikings. <laughs> I have. I am on a Vikings kick right now. Ooh. I watched. Uh, oh, was the guy from the Last Kingdom? Were they? Yeah, they were Vikings. The Last Kingdom. They were like taking over. Anyways, I digress. It has nothing to do with it. We're here to talk about the Skarsgård family. <laughs> go ahead take a beat alexander bill gustav stellen there's so many people in this family walter walter uh sam uh we have oh my god the a lot wait asia asia i don't know how to pronounce her name i believe only five of the kids are actors mm-hmm. sam is a doctor Mm-hmm. And Ilya, Ilya, she did modeling, but I'm not sure what she does. But it's only the yeah. rest of the family that is involved in acting. Man, let me tell you, these people are stunning. Stunning. Absolutely. They either look like Stellan or Mia. Maya, however you yeah. say her name. Or me. Yeah. Oh, so it is, is my. It's my. So mom's name is Mai. Mai. So it's literally like English Mai. M-A-I. Okay. Mai. Oh, okay. Yeah. So mom's name is Mai Skarsgård. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, first of all, Stellan is a a classically beautiful man. I mean, the the way the man carries himself is absolutely insane. However, the first person I ever saw in this family, actually, the first person I perceived, Mm -hmm. because I had actually seen him before, Mm Like, way before, but the first time I ever really perceived him was in True Blood, and it was Alexander as Eric Northman. Did you? You've watched True Blood. Yes, I've watched enough to know Mr. Eric Northman. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to... I don't, I don't think I was ever truly a Bill Compton girly. Sucker. Sucker. <laughs> I just... There's something about him that just piss me off you know it's like it was giving tonight will be the night that i will (laughs) honestly after season three i get why people started to hate him because i had to get past the that but that first season i was like oh yeah yeah it was it was giving y'all alternative and i don't (laughs) alexander skarsgård i remember seeing him for the first time and here's the thing i was watching true blood at an inappropriate age with my like on a it was like a sunday thing that we would do in my family we'd have dinner and then sit and watch true blood and then we had to pretend like yeah that is a tough show to watch with your family (laughs) 
buddy, let me tell you. So it eventually became just me, my mom, and my sister. And my dad would watch it like on his own time <laughs> because it just was not going to, yeah. Season, season two orgy was like by far the thing that really just tipped him over. He's like, I'm done. Y'all have fun. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> Wait, when was that? Season two? Season two. I don't know. It was like, the, it was like around a fire. It was like the witches. Oh, I remember no, that. Okay, yeah. got it. Sorry. Yeah. Yep, I remember. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> but a good time to watch for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I liked, I, I think Eric Northman had what Damon Salvatore also had, which was that that villain that is like a true villain right out of the gate. And then the more time goes by, you kind of start to realize, okay, like we've always known he was hot. Yeah. But now he's kind of winning us over with his like entire sort of broody personality and like. (sighs) Yeah, I when I was watching and spoiler, um, the maker walks into the sun after 2000 years that's probably the most yeah. vulnerable that you will ever see Eric Northman. Yeah. is Was when he had to let Sookie stay up on the rooftop with him t- to watch him pass. Mm-hmm. And then you, she comes back down and Eric is just crying. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, that's a huge... Because he's Eric is such a cold, just like doesn't let anyone like a in. a stone. Yes. Yeah. And, and Sookie called him that, right? Like heart of stone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I it's so funny. I, there are so many times where like I've just meant to rewatch the series yeah. because of Alexander Skarsgård because just because of the fact that like I think out of everybody in that show, he's the one that's kind of kind of continued to really kind of stay in the in the limelight. I mean, there's plenty of other things that we've seen him in, but then I kind of remembered that he'd been in Zoolander. <laughs> that was his first role after he got out of the military whoa okay sorry sorry (laughs) so he started off as a child actor and then he Uh realized he didn't want to do it anymore so he joined the swedish military and Mm -hmm. then his dad like he came home to visit his dad was like hey you want to do an audition just for funsies huh and he was like sure and so then that's when he got his role in zoolander (laughs) oh my god game over i know game over that whole scene wake me up before you go go it was insane i was like i didn't even know he was in the movie i think i was watching it for research purposes Uh and Uh i was like is that alexander skarsgård in a comedy yeah yeah and he was like just so fabulous he was like the fabulous like you know gay best friend model to ben stiller or like gay coded at least yeah we're not sure Um, or just yeah we're not sure Um, it was the 90s yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, he was that fabulous, super flamboyant, like, model. Then they were having, like, a party at a gas station, tossing gasoline all over themselves. Like, Did did he keep his Swedish accent in that? I don't remember. That's a really good question. Because... I don't think so. They hide their accents a lot, but that kind of seems yeah. kind of model if they did keep his Swedish accent. I, I don't remember. That's a really good question. They, but they speaking of that, they really do hide their, <laughs> hide their accent a lot. A lot. Like, yeah, it didn't really hit that he was Swedish until actually until like somebody told me about him. But otherwise, I would have never fucking known his yeah. accent is immaculate. Yeah, I actually oh my I've told this story before how I ran into him in New York. Please tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
to those who haven't heard, um, there's a story. To do that. <laughs> okay, let me let me paint a picture. It's 2016. Okay. So 2016 was when The Legends of Tarzan came out, came out with Margot Robbie as Jane. Oh my god, and he looked fucking incredible. He looked gorgeous. 2016, me, my mom and my sister go to New York cuz we're getting ready to go watch Hamilton like on Broadway. Wow. And so my sister goes off and has like a uh, like a date with her best friend because she came up to visit. Yeah. And me and my mom are just moseying on around little italy and then we sit at this beautiful little like corner pizzeria outside we're drinking some wine and me and my mom have very similar tastes in men and we just always appreciate men so my mom is sitting looking at the street and she goes oh my god the man walking this way is so handsome you can just he's he's so tall and so handsome she's like be careful don't look too obviously but yeah so then i naturally (laughs) i'm like i'm not missing out on this break your neck trying to look (laughs) girl i broke my neck trying to turn around and so and so i'm staring at him and the closer he's getting the more me and my mom are like realizing what's happening the more we're like no it's not no it's fucking not and she goes yes Yes, it is. And then he comes closer and closer. And then we see him. There he is. It's Alexander Skarsgård crossing the street directly in our direction, holding a little tiny bag of from like an eyewear shop and like a really nice button down khaki pants. He's got his sunglasses on and he is just just walking on, minding his own business. And I'm sitting there and I'm just I I am speechless. I hello. And I turn around and my mom is like, yeah, no, no, no. We just, that just happened. That just, and I'm like, should I, should I go say hi? Like, what should I do? And I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I, do I regret not saying hi? Absolutely. But I've also feel like, I don't know. I feel like you probably shouldn't, you know? And then I found out that he actually had an apartment in the East Village, um, not too far from where we were at actually. And so that, that's probably where he was headed was home. Oh my god. He just had to go pick up yeah. some spectacles. Some spectacles. He was probably wearing them, maybe. Because he had sunglasses oh, on and then like an eye. Maybe he wore them out of the store. They were a prescription sunglasses. I was packing that. <laughs> You're right. They probably were. Oh, that was anyways, that was like so fun. But Tarzan. It was the year of Tarzan's movie and the my my world ended right then. It started and it ended right there. Have you seen the tar- the legend of Tarzan, Shannon? I know I fucking suck. I'm okay, sorry. I can't. Thank you for listening to the Quintessentials podcast. Bye. This is <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. This movie is. Listen, is it the best movie live action rendition? No, but I could probably. It's not a Disney live action rendition. Therefore, it's phenomenal. <laughs> um, I know. No, I know no. It's, it's. I know it's meant to be kind of like a darker version. Yeah. No, but the movie is great. I mean, let's be honest. The original Tarzan cartoon, you know, it was with President Fitzgerald Grant, uh, Tony Goldwyn. I don't know. We know who Tony was. Gold- Tony no. Goldwyn. Have you you've heard of the show Scandal, right? Uh, yes, Tony Goldwyn. Yes, Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, Fitz and Fitz and Olivia Pope. <gasps> He's Tarzan. Yeah, he voices Tarzan in the original. Yeah. In the original cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I will never be the same. I've never seen this show, but he is fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, no. I mean, Tony Goldwyn is a 10. I mean, he is, he is, yeah, he is a daddy fits. I mean, but so, you know, you have the original Tarzan and then you have Alexander Skarsgård in all of his six foot four glory, you know, it, uh, opposite Margot Robbie, who is the most beautiful woman in Hollywood right now, yeah. in my opinion. Oh my God. And you recently watched Infinity Pool, something he was, one of the movies he was recently in. Yep. <laughs> wow, that movie was a roller coaster. Um, so if you have never seen Infinity Pool, I will mm-hmm. just, um, it's a really hard movie to explain, but basically Alexander's character and his wife go on a little vacay in a resort. But if you go outside the resort, it's kind of dangerous. There's a lot of yeah. violence and blah, blah, blah. Um, they end up meeting up with this other couple that take them out of the resort they get into a little issue that gets Alexander arrested. What would normally be a an execution, what they do with Taurus is they clone you and then kill your clone in front of you. So some people would think that's quite traumatic, watching yourself die. Um, but then there's a group of people that find it very awesome and keep trying to get in trouble to keep keep watching themselves die. I know that kind of spoils it a little bit, but it really doesn't. Because there's yeah. so much more shit that happens, and it gets so trippy. No, it's it's fucking nuts. <laughs> and so, the, yeah, it gets so trippy and weird. For the, the the entirety of the movie, I'm thinking to myself, like, why why Infinity Pool, right? And it's because mm-hmm. the an Infinity Pool creates an illusion that it just doesn't end, that it just continues on. Yes. And so it is a metaphor for life, right? It is a metaphor for you know your life technically never ends because you're always going to be, there's always going to be a clone that continues on and on and on and on. And then, you yeah. know, you, your crimes can be infinite. Your, you know, transgressions, your life, technically speaking, because you can just continue to recreate yourself. Um, but, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> the movie will take you through an entire ass roller coaster. And and it's that sort of like, oh man, it really makes you hate it because it's just a bunch of really rich people, you know, taking advantage. They're of, just fucking bored. Yeah, they're, <laughs> that are bored. And you can see it too. Like once a year they get to go to this resort and then they get to fucking take off and do their thing and kill people. If you like Mia Goth, she's in it. Yeah. And she is incredible in it. She's so good. At uh-huh. some point, though, my boyfriend was like, somebody fucking kill her. Because she gets so unhinged at some point where you're like, oh, my God. Like, the mm. mask is coming off. Like, yeah. this is who this chick really fucking is. I think the most terrifying part was at the end when she just kind of – sorry. This is – by the way, this is not a spoiler for you. Um, I was At the end, the way she was just so, like – Everyone was just like, oh, I'm going to go redecorate my house or like I got to redo the floors. Oh, shut the fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Meanwhile, <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård's character is just like, this is fucking wild. Yeah. Let's talk about it, right? Because there are things that happen in this movie from like a smutty sexual sort of perspective that really just kind of take you there. But the- here's the thing, like Alexander Skarsgård is good when it comes to this shit i'm just saying like he will he will have you rooting for him as a villain he's like a very handsome man of course have you seen you need to watch this i'm gonna assume that you haven't but okay a lot of the a lot of the shows that he has done have been um 
on HBO. So oh, yeah. he did True Blood, and then he also did Big Little Lies, the first season. Oh, I heard about that. Doesn't he? Isn't he abusive? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And like you are watching it, and you almost you like don't want to believe it because he's so wow. you can really see that like sort of dilemma that she has with him they have these two beautiful twin boys like you know she she is she has to get out and you know she has to get out but his role is so well done and he is so fucking handsome and you almost want to not believe that it's really happening but i mean yeah (laughs) he's insanely insane insanely abusive during that show but no, Big Little Lies was a really great one, too, that he was in. He plays, <laughs> he teeters so well between all these sort of, like, characters. Like, he he does dark really well. He does evil. He does, you know, kind of, like, depressed, broody. He did this um, movie called Mute on Netflix. And uh-huh. he is just, like, he doesn't, ha- he doesn't talk the whole fucking movie. It's all body language. Oh. And he can fight. I forget what I forget what the movie's about. It's a movie from 2018. It also has our main man, Paul Rudd. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Justin Theroux is in it. Hello. Sam Rockwell. The cast is insane. It's such a good movie. I for, but I, I can't I, I I have to watch it again just to kind of re um reacquaint myself with oh there it goes mute 2018 a mute bartender um aka alexander skarsgård goes against his city's gangsters in an effort to find out what happened to his missing partner and again is all it's all in the eyes for him it's all in the body language and he's i don't know he's just this outrageously talented person so but he goes from doing these roles where it's all just you know body language and all in the eyes to doing something like you know what he did in um what else did you watch with it i I mean i the most recent thing i saw him in was succession i haven't seen succession either succession um believe me when i tell you it's the great one of the greatest shows hbo has put out but he was in the last two seasons of it Mm -hmm. and his character oof uh, just like the sort of like fratty Swedish like role, I, it, it, he really did it so well. Um, that like oh. tech guy, that's kind of fratty, but also very European sense of humor. It was it was very like modern and because essentially Succession is all about everybody being just a piece of shit. You just fit, which piece of shit are you rooting for? <laughs> That's true. I'm trying to look through his to see what else I've seen, but I feel like I've seen True Blood and then Infinity Pool. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had seen something else. I guess Zoolander when he was in Zoolander. Yeah. Did look up the first film he was ever in in 1984 because I wanted to see what he looked like when he was widow. Yeah. He looks almost like exactly the same. Can't really. I don't know if you oh, can tell, man. but that's. Look at him. Stop. He looks precious. Holy shit. Yeah. The widow baby. Uh, so I think after sort of perceiving Alexander, we cut to Bill Skarsgård. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me uh, more. Um, so <laughs> I, I, f- I first saw him in It. Yes. Oh my God, me too. That first It movie scared the absolute shit out of me. I was grabbing onto Adam. I love scary movies, but that was the first time in a long time that I really was scared. And then once I found out what he looked like underneath it, I was like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. 
I love the sunken in eyes. Yeah. The luscious lips. He reminds me of like a young young Tim, Tim Curry in a way. Yes. They have very similar features. Uh-huh. And he's so funny. Like when he was on like the Tonight Show talking about how he does the face yeah. <laughs> for it. He's so good. And then like, you know, those pictures that surfaced of him doing the face to uh, Bill Hader and he freaked out like it was it was just so good. And so then I just I had to I had to I had to see more. So um, I ended up seeing him in Barbarian. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It was so good. I heard it was amazing. It's very weird. I heard it's one of the better horror movies that has been put out in a long time. Do you remember The Whitest Kid You Know? No. One of the comedians from that show directed it. Okay. I love when I see a comedian like Jordan Peele. He's straight up comedy. And then now he's a horror thriller director, writer. And you're like, where did this come from? It's like these comedians have this range that they aren't able to show until later. But – um. Yeah, he was in it, and you think he's going to be, like, he, he he immediately, when he plays a role, it's like, you think, like, there's something up with this guy, but I kind of mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. I kind of. <laughs> I, so I, I also first saw him um, in It, and first of all, I thought the lip thing was not, I thought it was, like, fake. Yeah. I thought it was, nope. like, like, a prosthetic <laughs> lip, because I, I, it was... And then I see him and I'm like, yo, that guy looks fucking wild. And it's like I'm watching him and I'm like, I don't know if I'm attracted to him or terrified of him. But it's such it's not ever in the middle. It's always now. Now, not so much. Now I've seen him in other things. Now I've seen him, you know, the most recent thing I saw him in was John Wick or actually Clark. I watched Clark this weekend, uh, Mm -hmm. the first episode, and that was great. But when I watched it, I was like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah. he's so good for the genre that is horror. I would love love to see him opposite Mia Goth. Mm. But it has to be like an A twenty four movie, you know? <laughs> yes. So that it just it's super weird. I need it to be like like hereditary level horrendous or midsummer kind of like that. I I still want to be like attracted to him, but I want to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he does that so he does that so well. But uh, did you see the latest John Wick movie? <laughs> he plays the probably he plays the, the villain, right? He plays the villain. And so I love my favorite thing that that I've noticed as of late in the like villain roles is how well dressed every single one of them is. Like Jason Momoa's villain role in the Fast, uh, the Fast Ten series, he's so like well dressed. And every every sort of like not it's not really as of late. Really, every villain is extremely like fashionable. But the last John Wick movie was centered around. Bill Skarsgård's character as the villain and oh my god I'm gonna look it up I want pictures he played a Frenchman he had the French accent he that's right he was like a little you could see there was like a like a like a screw loose in there but like he could like keep his shit together it was giving sociopath and it was delicious to watch oh my god three-piece suit four-piece suit he had the whole the whole thing baby 
the whole thing it it was it was colorful there's something also about him it's so out insane to me the way he has like the thickest bottom lip but his top lip disappears when he smiles sometimes and it's it's yeah. it's such a like a contrast it, it, he's got I don't know. He's got a face meant for fame. He really does. Um, but I do think <sighs> horrors is for sure his genre. And it's so funny because you were telling me you tried to watch Hemlock Grove. Yes. And I confused Hemlock R- Grove with Castle Rock. Oh. So I'm like, I'm like, why doesn't she like Hemlock Grove? Like it was, it did really well when it came out. But Castle Rock was a two-season TV show that streams on Hulu, um, and it is based on uh, Stephen King characters. And Castle Rock is this fictional town in one of um, Stephen King's books. And you have, like, these, like, different characters within the Stephen King multiverse that weave in and out of this show. So... I was like, man, like I really would have thought the show would have been up Shannon's alley, but it turns out I ended up confusing Hemlock Grove with Castle Rock. So, but I want to know why you couldn't get into Castle Rock, or no, a Hemlock Grove. I want to know why you couldn't get into it. It feels like a slow start. Um, maybe that's what it is, and maybe mm-hmm. I just need to like not do anything else but sit mm-hmm. and watch. Because sometimes I'll put something on that I can watch like yeah. as I'm doing something. Yeah. But I will say it opened with Bill um, doing the deed with somebody in the car. Mm -hmm. And he took a blade and cut his finger and then just swiped her with it. And then he just started Uh sucking on his thumb. And I was like, oh, (laughs) what's going on here? But I never like got... I'm like, why is he cutting himself during intercourse? (laughs) Some people are into that. I know, like, you know, a little knife play, you know? As part of book talk, <laughs> uh-huh. um, I have been reading uh, Chantel, uh, Chantel Tessier's um, The Ritual, The Sacrifice, and The Sinner books. And okay. maybe, maybe, maybe Bill would be a good riot archer. Um, I would love, I would love to revisit this with Danielle at some point because riot archer is a lot like Bill Skarsgård's description, um, kind of dark, can be mm-hmm. like pretty personable. Yeah. But now that you mentioned that, it kind of triggered that sort of mentality. So he started that. Se- so what is it about? What is Hemlock Grove about? I think it's I think it's meant to be kind of um, supernatural beings oh, okay. uh, existing among people. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think. Um, let me look up the plot over here. But he's in school, so he's playing like a teen. That cuts himself during sex? It seemed like that. I I don't... My God. Oh, this is old. This is from 2013. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. No, I get it now. I totally get it. Secrets are just part of a daily life in the small Pennsylvania town of Chemlock Grove, where the darkest evils hide in sight. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Okay, let me look at... um, there's there's was it two seasons i think Um, so yes first episode is when a local high school student is killed in a small town a newly arrived gypsy is rumored as a suspect even though evidence points to some sort of animal attack got it okay so this this came out right around the time of like you know 
Vampire Diaries and Riverdale and, yep. you know. It's all in that, yes, that realm. But it's not so, It's I don't think it's meant to be like a teen show. It just happens to be teenagers, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. The girl from X-Men, the really pretty one that was dating Cyclops. She's in it. She plays oh, Bill's mom. Oh yes, yes, yes. Jean Grey. She she um she her yeah. name is Jean Grey. Famke Jensen. That's right. She has that unique name. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, I look at the show and I'm like, why am I not into this? This is so up my alley. What's going on? But I think it's just there's a slow start to the yeah. to the show that I have to just kind of get through. I think Danielle said that she's like, it's yeah. a slow start. You just got to push through it. So, well, um, I, I want to watch it now. Maybe I should. But I, I feel like I should watch Castle Rock first. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll watch that. Maybe I could try it because I love Stephen King stuff. Um, yeah. I got to look up his height now because um, uh, he's apparently he's done tall. some Swedish films where he's done a lot of um, love scenes and he just looks gigantic in them. So I want to see how tall. He's 6'4". Oh, my God. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. The first episode of the show that he did, the Swedish show Clark that he did, he yeah. plays this like 1950s to 1960s like bad boy character who's like weaving in and out of like jail and crime and like... Is he like a greaser with like the hair? Yes and no. He doesn't have like the grease or anything. It's just, he's just like... He's basically like a juvenile delinquent in Greece, okay. in like Sweden. But like you're watching it, and like you, you, they give you like the the upbringing of his character, which he's the title yeah. character of the show, right? And so you're watching it, and like the nanny is the 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 woman he lost his virginity to, and there's all of these sex scenes. It's just like a like a montage of like the things that have led him up to the point of the life that he's had. And so it cuts in and out of like crime, sex, crime, sex. And then you, you know, I, you watch that first episode and he meets this girl and he wants to like, you know, he's like, oh, the love of my life. And uh, then he like tries to take her virginity and then takes her virginity and then goes back to his bed. And then the girl's mom shows up in his room and then he ends up banging the mom too. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder he's troubled. What the hell? Dude, it's so fucking bonkers because like he is he he is a narcissistic. This character is definitely a narcissist. Doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um and is pro- probably will act like he did nothing wrong. Um I've only watched the first episode, but it was it he is so I'm so conflicted about how to watch it um uh, because it was filmed in Swedish. Yeah. So watching the English dubbing, you don't get the full sort of like tone that he's trying to convey. Yeah. Um, but I also don't have the energy to watch, to read subtitles when I'm watching the show. So <laughs> I know. It's a trade-off. <laughs> That's how Adam and I watch One Punch Man. We can't do dub. We we have to, yeah. li- we read the subtitles because, because One Punch Man is exaggerated on purpose. So mm-hmm. in order to get the full effect we yeah. have to listen to the original. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, but I would love to see him, like I said, in a A24 opposite Mia Goth, like, true horror, like, movie. Mm-hmm. 
Did you see uh, Witch with Anya in it? Yes. Yes, I did. Like something of that vibe would be great. Oh my God, that is such a good movie. Um, Yeah, that was such a hard movie to watch, but it was so good. At the end, I was like, good. Be the witch you were born to be, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was so uncomfortable watching the whole movie. And that was the first, I think that was the first A24 movie that I really watched that I was like, oh, this is the production company that does like the crazy sort of style movies. Yeah. And then I watched Tusk and that was also fucking nuts. Tusk Um, is Kevin Smith. That's a whole other realm. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Um, Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, okay. So we've talked about Alexander. We've talked about Bill, which are like the most famous two. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. And then you have Gustav, who is, is he younger? I think, yeah, he is younger. He's like four years younger than Alexander. No? Right. Yeah. He's the second boy. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He is four years younger. One thing I wanted to mention is that even though all these kids became actors, they all had their own journey to it. Ooh, tell me. So like Alexander like started as a kid, fell out Mm -hmm. of it, joined the military. Mm -hmm. Bill was like, do I really want to do acting or is it just because my dad's doing it? And then he started to study medical and he was like, nope, acting is my calling. (laughs) And and then Gustav was like, I definitely want to do acting, but I'm going to go to mime school and I'm going to go and be, he was, he was like, it was kind of pretentious, but like, I went to like mime school, like. To mime school? Yeah. Yeah. He went, he went like farther in and then he's just so surprised by his, like the path that he went, like he thought he was going to be yeah. doing theater and stuff. And then for him to be picked up w- with Vikings was just such a blessing for him. He just, not something he was expecting. Yeah. So I haven't seen, I have not seen Vikings, but I've heard incredible things about the TV show. He's also yeah. an Oppenheimer. I don't remember seeing him and I saw it. Oh my God. Yeah. He plays somebody named Hans. Oh, Hans. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he plays somebody named Hans. Let's see. I don't see. Oh my God. He's so not recognizable. That's crazy. Really? They gave him like a bald head and he yeah. looks old. Yeah. He yeah, so he was he was an Oppenheimer, which apparently everybody was an Oppenheimer. Um that cast was insane. <laughs> really, honestly. <laughs> I watched Westworld. Oh yeah. I'm starting to realize that HBO has like a Skarsgård affinity, if you will. Mhm. Right, because they've cast Alexander in so many of their shows. And Gustav has been in Westworld, which Westworld took over the slot after, um, not after Game of Thrones, but it it was meant to sort of be the next great show after Game of Thrones. And that just didn't work out that way at all, really. But that first season he was in and that was that was really good. Yeah, my my mom watched it religiously and she loved it. I I think when I started getting interested in it, she was already too far in. So at some point, I just need to just do it and and go in just like True Blood. Just finish True Blood. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) So Westworld is about, think of it as like like a Disney World for wealthy people right if you have all ever wanted to immerse yourself into a different sort of i saw like the first couple episodes of westworld i didn't get into it that much but i know it's like 
they're like robot people existing in their yeah. own yeah so if you want to immerse yourself into like if you ever wanted to know what it's like to live in like the 1800s in like the western era um you can role play as that so you you go to this place they dress you up in like the west world sort of attire and then you go mm-hmm. in and you can kill you can have sex you can create a gang for yourself and these robots are the people that you're basically in to interact with and you can right basically do whatever and so some people take like a sort of like sinister approach to it right kind of like an infinity pool Mm -hmm. the way that we talked about how like there's really no repercussions to murdering because you know it's not real um so there's that and then you know some people use it as like a puzzle or a game and so it's really sort of like an intricate in and out show it's really really good I really recommend it. I actually, let me correct that. The first two or three seasons are really good. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for the rest of the show because um, I didn't watch the last two, the last two seasons. I don't think, I, I don't know what else I've seen that he's been in. I, I did share this with Laura earlier, but the first, yeah. one of the first films he ever did, mm-hmm. there's this gif of him smoking a little cigarette and you're just like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. he has this like grungy, like a bad boy uh, vibe to him, and this is not that. He is clean shaven, slick mm-hmm. back, uh, in a suit. He looks yeah. so delicious. It's like Alexander Skarsgård and Bill Skarsgård just went <laughs> smooshed yeah. together in a person, and you're like, oh wow. <laughs> he's he's been in so many Swedish movies. He, you can really tell that he's kind of taken off over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I that gift that she showed me, it just it really made me be like, ooh, maybe I should start. Maybe I've been paying attention to the wrong Skarsgård brother. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, if yeah, you're into I, Vikings so much, that might be a good idea. You know what? I I do need to watch Vikings. I am on a. You know, we've talked about my mountain man last week. We talked about like my mountain man affinity, and I think it's just like a wild sort of man affinity yeah. that I've sort of developed for. <laughs> myself and so like i watched the last kingdom i thought that was phenomenal so i should i should watch vikings i did also watch alexander skarsgård and northman yeah and he was a viking in that show too but that that show that sorry that movie um that movie took like a more i don't know how to describe it it there wasn't it's not what i expected to be perfectly honest Mm -hmm. i didn't really like it (laughs) It took like a very realistic approach to not realistic. It just wasn't so sensationalized, you know, what it was like mm-hmm. to be a Viking. It felt like more real yeah, than the other shows that we have seen, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I love that he got to play someone called Eric Northman and then be in a movie called Northman. Northman. <laughs> He's just bringing the Northman around. He just... You know what? If if knowing me and the way that I switch things up, you know, the way same way I thought Horde was a zombie movie, maybe I would have thought the Northmen would have been a Eric Northman prequel. Like a little spinoff. Absolutely. To me, now that you mention it, it is an Eric Northman prequel. There you go. What was he doing before his maker snatched him up? Oh my Damn. Damn. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, I mean, and listen, we can talk about Stellan as much as we want. I, granted, like, I have not seen Stellan's younger work. 
I mean, but we have seen him in classics. That's him. It, it looks exactly like Alexander and Bill to me. He does not look the same, but I read that when he came out, came out in that Bombi bit, whatever it's called, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he became like a it, teen boy. sensation. He was like, oh, God, all this screaming and shit. Like, I was sick of it. Like, it was so funny the way he, like, describes it. And I think he loves the position that he's in now, obviously. He's in his 70s, but, like, he's not, like, a celebrity. He is a paid actor, a high-demand paid actor. Are you saying that he had his Joseph Quinn moment? Yeah, as, like, a child, though. (laughs) He was, like, a child star. Like, yeah. But... (laughs) The first time I ever saw Stellan was in Pirates of the Caribbean. He played William Turner. Will's dad. Oh, my God. So uh, I know he existed before then, but I'm a literal millennial, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't come for me. Don't come for us. Then apparently he was in Dune. I only saw parts of Dune, but I guess he's not even recognizable in that. So I did not see Dune. I actually refused to watch Dune. I don't know why. There's something about that movie that feels so pretentious to me that I just refuse to watch it. But everybody tells me it's so good. Um, So maybe maybe I'll watch it. This is just like a theory. It's not like proven or anything, but that... uh... George Lucas read Dune and then wrote and did Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Like because- he kind of copy pasted a little bit, oh. but <laughs> Ooh, I would love yeah. to now. Okay. Fuck. Now I have to watch it. No, I was just going to say even Timothy Chalamet, who I don't, it's not that I don't think highly of him. And he's just not an actor that's on like yeah. one of my lists. On your he radar. was really good in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But he was really good in it. You know, so again, there have been movies that like I've seen people that I really don't actually perceive them. If you know what I mean? So like yeah. the first time I really was like, oh, that's the guy from Pirate. That That's the guy from this movie. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. Like I always associated him with, you know, um, bootstrap Bill. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. But I watched him. So here's the thing. I have a phobia of sharks. Um, but I'm also a masochist and I love watching shark movies um, just to really maintain my phobia alive and well. <laughs> okay. It sounds like it sounds like bullshit, but I promise it's not. Good thing we live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of my favorite <laughs> shark movies, though, is Deep Blue Sea. And he was in that. Oh. Did you? Have you seen that movie? No. I don't watch shark movies either, really, just because I they're kind of just overdone, I guess. I don't know. But yeah. It's good. Um, I watched him. So that was the first one, really. The Glass House, which is crazy because it's another like sort of like suspenseful movie um, Mm -hmm. where the parents of the two girls of the girl of the two kids die. And then they end up moving into this house with very rich people. um, And then he actually plays the villain in it. And that's such a good movie again. But these are movies that like that he had been in prior to me really perceiving him in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. I forgot he was in Mamma Mia. Yeah, he was in Mamma Mia. Oh, he was in. I did see Nymphomaniac. Well, I saw the first one. I saw the first Uh, half. Yeah. That was a, I don't remember him in that, but yeah, I guess he was in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was in the Exorcist movie, The Beginning. Oh. Uh-huh. He was Father Marin, which I remember seeing. He's so, done so much stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
I mean, incredible movies. Angels versus demons. Uh, of, he's in the Marvel Universe as uh, Eric Selvig. Um, Listen, King Arthur. King Arthur, the latest one with, um, oh my God, Charlie Hunnam. Kira Knightley. Uh-huh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Chernobyl, the show Chern- Chernobyl. Again, another HBO miniseries that, employs the Skarsgård family. Yeah. The girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. What Goodwill f- hunting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Holy bananas. He's even in the Star Wars universe. He was in Andor. Andor. This past year. Yeah. With Diego Lugo. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That's a really good one too. I mean, this man has had an insane fucking career. An insane career. And Alexander is well on his way, and so is Bill, to have a career just like that. What What did you see him in? He's in The Man Who Killed Don Quixote yeah. with Adam Driver. Is yes. I don't know how to say that. Sorry. Quixote. Quixote. <laughs> Quixote. Oh, I was so close. Okay. No, you were right there. Yeah. With Adam Adam <sighs> Driver. <laughs> I need to watch that again. We should do it. I can't believe my Astarian obsession just put that on the back burner. That was going strong for, like, months. Your Adam Driver hyperfixation? Yeah damn i know yeah you know i haven't really pictured him in any of the books that i've been reading as of late it's not it just doesn't mean it's over it kind of comes in waves so i've read a lot of books where like i like to fan cast celebrities that i'm crushing on and you know who i've never fan casted believe it or not uh, alexander skarsgård joe i've never fan casted him in any of the books that i've read isn't that insane i think our relationship with joe is different yeah, that's what I that's what I sort of kind of reached the conclusion of is that we just have like a true admiration for him as a person, as a performer, as an up and coming, you know, entertainer that it just to me, it just it doesn't it doesn't really register as like somebody that I want to fan cast in the books that I'm reading. I think he needs to be in like a true romance, not necessarily Nicholas Sparks, but like yeah. in that same yeah. A little sadness, a little sweetness. Like, he needs to be in something like that. I would like to see him. I, I think I would, yeah, I think I would like to see him in something like that. Although, I think that we're going to get a little bit of that in Horde. Yeah. If it's true that the, you know, the line that he improvised of please love me, then I think we're going to get maybe a little vulnerability mm-hmm. in that. So, we have <gasps> one more brother to talk about. Tell me. Walter. <laughs> it's funny because um bill actually was like i thought i was gonna be the youngest brother acting but then my younger brother walter who's even who's who's better looking than me decides to start acting and you're like oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i first saw walter in the mayhem biopic movie okay i didn't even know about him lords of chaos yeah Lords of Chaos is based off of uh, Mayhem. They were a black metal band in the 90s that caused um, some murders and church burnings yeah. in Norway. Uh, not only is Walter in it, Rory Culkin is in it, and so is Val mm-hmm. Kilmer's son, who is... <sighs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Walter has like this long, stringy, like blonde hair, yeah. and yeah. He, he he fit it. It was, it was perfect. Um, that's a hard movie to watch, though. Tell me about so, it. I, I I have not watched this movie. And actually, I didn't even know Walter was... I didn't even know that he was in this movie. Mm-hmm. 
tell me I more. watched it because like you know Aaron was so into Rory and I was like mm-hmm. you know I, I I see it I get it and the mm-hmm. moment I saw him with that long black hair I was like oh okay I'm in so I <laughs> I watched it but I would say the hardest part of the movie is the first 30 minutes why is that because the spoiler uh Val Kilmer's son's character just shoots himself in the head and you see it and then you gotta watch the scene where Rory's character finds him it's it there's a lot of heaviness at that point and then later on it gets a little easier but there's still murder and but I would say the hardest part is the first 30 minutes you really dive in real real hard and real fast yeah uh huh yeah they're they're I, not okay these kids are not okay <laughs> So I'm I'm curious to see where his um, career takes him. I did see this one movie with Walter. It it's technically had Swedish actors in it. It's called Funhouse. So yes, he plays a celebrity uh, who's gone through some stuff, and it's like a reality show that these celebrities go yeah. on to. And you'd think it's going to be like, um, like just those like washed up reality TV show thing, like like a Big Brother type thing where they just throw yeah. them in there and see what happens. But it ends up becoming almost like a killer situation. Okay. Where a killer is slowly picking them off, and yeah. the people viewing at home get to vote who they want to stay. Oh, and then and then whoever doesn't get voted for dies. They get an opportunity to where they may die. Yes. Oh. It was pretty good. It was, I would lean more for a B movie. Yeah. Mm. There is a scene where Walter gets to um, have a little fun and uh, it was pretty hot. And so, (laughs) 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 so there is, there is a little uh, sex scene in there, but um, it's funny as I was watching it, I watched it with Walter, but I left like loving the villain. Ooh. That's usually how that goes though. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the villain was hot. Hot, 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 hot. He was so hot. Uh, he's an Australian actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so went in with Walter, came out loving the villain guy. But uh, he did a really great job. There was a lot of range of emotion. So it's funny because I we, all, we determined Bill to be the horror actor, but it's like they all have had their hand in it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's so, yeah, you're right, because there are, there are definitely, there's definitely a wide range of talent that each of these um, men have, Mm -hmm. you know, setting aside their incredible genes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And also, (laughs) I was going to make a joke about denim, but I decided not to. (laughs) What about denim? No, I was just going to make a joke about denim because I said they're incredible jeans. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew it's, it's, I got tired. Um, setting aside their incredible jeans, they have, they seem to all have this really, really private sort of veil over their life too. Yeah. I have not seen any sort of scandal or anything of the sort that involves them. They really seem to focus on their career and it really looks like they have modeled that after their father mm-hmm. because you'll see them right they'll they'll do their press tours they'll right. do their work and it is just work for them and yeah. that's the thing is like i 
you know, again, and I see that that is almost like the kind of thing that maybe Joe would like to do, right? That sort of like, I'm an actor, I'll do my press tours, and then I want to be able to have a private life. And I'm sure he can't wait for the day for that to happen. But I do love seeing these men in this family be mm-hmm. so successful, so talented, put out nothing but incredible work. I don't think I have seen a single thing that they have done that I haven't been like, wow, or that was really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Except for the Northmen. But even then, I mean, he looked fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You can't really be upset out your you know. I feel like um the the thing that I read with them is that you would think there would be like competition between them, but there really isn't. Mm-hmm. They're so supportive mm-hmm. of each other. I mean, they'll make jokes about things, but they're literally like, Oh, this scars guard's not available. Well, what about this one? Yeah. It's like yeah. they're all like Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's very much like, you know, um, Jane and Lizzie from Pride and Prejudice. My daughter Jane is engaged to be married, but my my other daughter Lizzie, Elizabeth Bennett, is available. Sorry, I just watched Pride and Prejudice. No, sorry. And I, again, let me just apologize. I said I was not going to do a British accent. It's just I watch Pride and Prejudice a lot. And so you can't not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Stellan Skarsgård is like the Mrs. Bennett and he's like, you know, Alexander isn't available, but you can cast, you know, Gustav or Bill. Yeah. In it, you know, I just pulled up Bill because we were just talking about him. I forgot uh-huh. the stuff that's upcoming. I'm literally going to have a fucking heart attack. I'm so excited. Tell me. Nosferatu. Oh. And. And. The Crow. Oh. He's gonna be in the crow. Eric Draven, baby. Oh my god. That's amazing. Oh my god. Wait, this is Alex wait, this is Stellan? Bill. Who's Bill? Bill's Oh my god, that's right. He is gonna be Oh my god. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah, I've this see this is what I mean. He has the look for some of these things. I can't wait to see what they do with this. The thing with the crow is that there is so much like awesome yeah cool fight scene yeah always angry but there's so much heartache and emotion and just like that he'll have to feel and i I can't wait to see that we'll top into that really well i agree yeah hey this was a really fun episode it really was I know we missed Danielle, obvious, <laughs> obviously we missed Danielle, obviously. but um, I loved it. I love the Skarsgård brothers. Next week we are doing a bye week. Um, Danielle's not available, so we're gonna do a bye week next week. Hopefully by then the strike for the actors will be over and we can talk about One Piece um, yeah. because I am dying. Um, so please, for the love of God. Just manifest, manifest, manifest that the strike ends. But support SAG after. Um, And I couldn't be happier for the writers. I am so, so, so happy. I think the most terrifying thing was watching AI come up with an insane script. And, you know, they are now going to be able to be paid based on the success of the streams of a show that they write. It is no longer just going to be, here's your fee and that's it. 
Now they are really going to be able to make money based on the success of a TV show on top of everything. They, amazing. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. They got every single thing that they wanted. And this is the yeah. same thing that they were told that they weren't, they wouldn't, you know, get in a million years. Yeah. So I love it. I think that the smaller, the smaller production companies agreeing to it really put these large organizations to shame. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I think we're going to get really, 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 truly great um, movies and TV shows. We're about to enter a really great era because there is going to be a whole new level of motivation. Um, So I couldn't be happier for the writers. I know. It's going to be great. The sooner we get all this done, the sooner that we can get this new content that's just Mm -hmm. been put on the back burner. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't can't talk about it. We can't be excited for it because they... They keep pushing it back. <laughs> I know. Anyways, Ugh. well, have you been enjoying our Blacklight Animals music? Oh my gosh. Can we talk about them, please? Yes. Please. So we are so appreciative of our collaborators for the season, Blacklight Animals. They are the shit. Um, yeah. Yes. Go listen to them. Yeah. Yes. We're going to pick a different Absolutely song. Absolutely love it. Um, what's your favorite song? Oh my God. I love all the ones that sound super sexy. Just kidding. That's so fair. To be fair, I will just like hit shuffle and then just yeah. listen to them all the way through. But I, I am a fan of Dark Fantasies. That's my favorite. Dark um, Fantasies is so good. Leather and lace, montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I definitely love the the darker sounds and you're like oh bum chicka bow <laughs> honestly it's it's like dark and sexy and it's honestly perfect if you want to have like a really um what did they call it i don't even know what they call spaghetti western is what they called it but to mm. me is like the perfect date music in the month of october <laughs> this is what i call it <laughs> yeah spoopy and romantic i love it totally up my spoopy alley romantic um, spoopy romantic romantic <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Shannon. Take it away, my love. Hi, my name's Shannon. I'm on Instagram as Starry Eyes, S-T-A-R-R-Y-Y-E-Y-E-S. You get to look at how often I do not post. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm going to try to post more on Instagram. Uh, and on TikTok, I am What's Up Shannon. Come say what's up. I am at Laura Vanessa, both on TikTok and Instagram. Laura with an H at the end, Vanessa with an H at the end. And you can follow our socials. Um, If you want to go on our TikTok, we're at the Quinn Podcast. And then if you want to follow the rest of our socials, just click on the link tree and it'll take you to all of them. Um, And then if you want to follow Danielle, Danielle is at D-E-E-E Young on TikTok and Miss Danielle, M-I-S-S-D-A-N-Y-E-L-L. Wow, Yay. I did that on the first try. Oh my god. Like it's I'm hard. So proud of myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. English is my second language. Thank you very much. Anyways, this has been fun. Let's pray that so we you will not hear from us next week. However, what a great time to catch up. If you haven't listened to any of the previous seasons, if you have yeah. any ideas for the second half of this season, um, please let me know. Let us know. Send us a DM. Let us know what ideas you have. We want we want to do what you want us to do. How are we on episode seven already? Ew. Is that what this is? Ew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> also, Halloween is have- coming up. Ooh. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's a that's you gonna know. be our villain day, our villain, so, our villain yes. episode. So, 
that is 100% what we're doing for Halloween. Halloween, we are going to do an episode on female gaze villains. And it's going to be so great. We might talk about Bill Skarsgård again. Who fucking knows? Oh, please. Please, 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 please. Anyways. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Come back again next week. Hey, and if you haven't rated us on here, um, rate us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's how we get boosted up to the top. Um, Absolutely. Yes. We are, listen, here in, we're going to be really honest. Right now we're going through a transitional phase. Um, we want to grow this, but we also have to tap into a new audience because the truth is, is that the Joseph Quinn hyperfixation is very much alive and well for a lot of us. However, it is not as insane as it was in the past. And so some of the people that found us through Joseph Quinn, um, maybe they're just not as hyper fixated on him anymore, or maybe they're not listening because we're not exclusively talking about it anymore. So we're kind of finding that, um, the people that are still here with us, which we love you, don't fucking go anywhere. We wouldn't be. Thanks for sticking around. You. Exactly. Thanks for sticking around. Those are the people that are here for us, <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> yes, couldn't have said it better. We couldn't do this without you. So, um, yes, just know that uh, it does not go unnoticed. So, anyways, this has been a lot of fun. Um, let's do it again. I think so. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I yeah. Think so too. Yeah. So we'll talk soon. Okay, Georgie. Bye. Oh, good. Oh. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh, don't forget your balloon. Anyways. <laughs> what a great way to wrap it up. Okay, bye. See you later. I'll cut that. <laughs> no, don't. Okay, Georgie. <laughs>